A recent U.S. congressional hearing addressed the shocking subject matter of unidentified aerial phenomena over western soil. Not surprisingly, the country is in a tailspin trying to sort out the implications of what some experts claim to be, and I quote, non-human activity that the government has known about since the 1930s, unquote. But chief Vatican insiders have been talking about this for decades. Is it possible that religious leaders in the Catholic Church have been onto something this entire time? And if so, are some of them using these supernatural activities to fuel an unholy end times agenda? Find out right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Skywatch TV. I'm Joe Artis Horn. Today, we continue our special investigative series that aims to confront head-on where the United States of America is heading politically, spiritually, and prophetically. But first, watch this. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for pre President of the United States. In the mystical Hebrew year 5785, which falls between 2024 and 2025, hundreds of millions of people worldwide will observe the election of what could be the final American president. And in the latter time, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up and his power shall be mighty. A new world order, it is taking shape and it is not one that you should be happy about. Nearly 2,500 years have elapsed since the ancient Hebrew prophets foresaw starting at the inauguration of the next U.S. president, the beginning of the end for mankind. Political experts claim Americans will simply witness a replay of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. But will this, as prophecy foretold, be a last administration under legions of demons? And the whole earth will marvel as they follow the beast and worship the dragon, for he will give his authority to the beast, and they will worship the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? From the internationally acclaimed author of Zeitgeist 2025 comes his most astonishing revelations yet in We Are Legion, for we are many. Dr. Thomas Horn shatters the paradigm by soberly and frighteningly exposing how, before and after the presidency of Donald Trump, the United States was, and now is again, on an intentional trajectory to fulfill the prophetic and occult aspirations of legendary dark dominions. Survive outside the world that they are building. We are legion, for we are many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters in Washington, D.C. Unmasking the ancient riddle of the Hebrew year 5785 and the eminent destiny of America.
Welcome back to Skywatch TV. What do you think about that trailer for We Are Legion, We Are Many? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to continue our explosive series this week on the books that we talked about last week, brand new from Defender Publishing. But before we get into the topic of discussion, let me introduce who's here. He's a multi-time critically acclaimed best-selling author and founder of Skywatch Television, Dr. Thomas Horn. Her ministerial career has spanned for more than 45 years. She's the visionary and founder of Whispering Ponies Ranch, Nita Horn. We continue today's discussion on three new incredible works from Defender Publishing. First, We Are Legion, for we are many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters in Washington, D.C. Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Imminent Destiny of America by Dr. Thomas Horn. Divided We Stand, The Globalist Scheme for a One-World Government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis, and The Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. And again, as I mentioned last week, we're going to talk in just a minute about a special opportunity that includes all three of these brand new books, plus the two-hour DVD, The Secret Destiny of America Revealed by Dr. Thomas Horn. What a phenomenal opportunity to take part in three brand new works from Defender Publishing. I barely got enough up on the scoreboard to rationalize calling it a program before we ran out of time. I want to hit the ground running in week number two of this investigation with Derek Gilbert because you contributed to the We Are Legion for We Are Many book and you wrote basically a deep investigation into what's really behind the Hunter laptop revelations, influence peddling, and of course, the big guy. Can you explain these topics for us and tell us how all of this could play a role in deciding the next president? Colloquially referred to as the laptop from hell, but actually there are three laptops. Hunter Biden abandoned three laptops that had been water damaged at a repair shop in, uh, in Delaware. One of them was unsalvageable, but the uh, repair shop was able to recover the contents of the hard drives of two other laptops, and uh, Hunter Biden never went back to pick them up again. So under the terms of the service agreement, after 90 days, it became the property of the shop. And the shop owner, when he examined what was on the laptop, realized he had a problem uh, on, on these hard drives because what was on them was very disturbing. Evidence of what appeared to be not just uh, drug use and other things, mm -hmm. but messaging and emails that seemed to suggest uh, provide at least evidence that should have resulted in a special prosecutor to investigate the Biden family finances long before they did. Now, Attorney General Merrick Garland has finally been forced to appoint a special prosecutor, but it's the same U.S. attorney from the state of Delaware who offered a special sweetheart deal that would have given Hunter Biden broad immunity for a variety of federal charges in exchange for pleading guilty to a couple of misdemeanors. Mm. The judge wisely said, oh, wait a minute, this is not going to fly. So we'll see how this all plays out. But this, when the story originally broke in the New York Post in October of 2020, just before the presidential election, the corporate media here in the U.S. circled the wagons. And just a selection of some of the headlines that were published in the weeks leading up to the presidential election. Questionable New York Post scoop driven by ex-Hannity producer and Giuliani. Mysterious emails and convenient leaks. The Trump campaign's Hunter Biden attacks explained. Nothing to see here. Move along, citizen. Wikipedia declares the Hunter Biden laptop a hoax. Has all the hallmarks of a Russian intelligence operation. If you believe this, you're a Putin lover. And in fact, more than 50 intelligence professionals signed an open letter, which has now been discredited, saying that they knew that it was Russian intelligence when in fact all of the accusations against the Trump campaign in 2016 were actually Russian intelligence. 
this seems to be a theme among the progressives in America these days. They basically accuse you of what they're doing. Um, inside the campaign to Pizzagate, mm. Hunter Biden, were voters manipulated by QAnon, a force behind Trump's red wave? In other words, if you believe these stories, not only are you a Putin lover, you're probably a crazy conspiracy theorist who believes that there are pedophiles in high levels of the U.S. government. The result of this was a survey after the election that showed that in the seven key swing states, six of which went for Joe Biden in the election, 45 percent of Biden's voters had never heard of the laptop and the content on it, which again shows what appears to be financial impropriety by the Biden administration. I'm being nice here so we yeah. don't get sued. Influence peddling and illegal behavior, shall we say, on the part of the first son. Had they known about this, according to the survey, 17% sure. of Biden's voters yep. would have changed their vote. Six states that went for Biden to Trump, Trump would have had 311 electoral votes and become the president for a second term. Now, Having said all that, let's just keep in mind, as the book of Daniel tells us, God on his throne raises up kings and tears them yeah, down again. Right, right, yes. right. So this was allowed by the Lord right. for his purposes. But the point is this, this information would have changed the outcome of the election for whatever reason God has allowed it. And perhaps, as Tom pointed out last week, this was all foreseen and revealed, at least in part, to the prophets of old. Yes. Amen. The number of people that no longer believe that elections are determined by actual voters is catastrophic. And it's not something that our media wants to talk about here in Western civilization for the most part. As Derek just asserted, even Fox News at this point, or a lot of Republicans might view that as their number one go-to platform. But even that's really waning ever since the Tucker Carlson debacle. And you're seeing this massive push now for paywalls and places where people will take their message outside of big tech, anywhere they can platform it without being demonetized or shut down because that's how popular the First Amendment is now. That yeah. You have mm -hmm. to go find some place to basically platform outside of the machine. Bob, you also contributed to We Art Legion for We Are Many. And for the viewers that missed last week, you really need to go back. We talked a lot about how America as founded has become something almost unrecognizable, especially to people of history, those grandfathers that came through the Great Depression and would have described America as a place of great value. And your word was your bond, and all you needed was a handshake. You didn't need a lawyer to aggregate pens on paper to make sure that everybody can sue each other when your word fails because nobody has character. And this political climate that exists today, where there is a massive divorce happening, blue team and red team, and then you've got all these factions trying to vie for popularity within those, I digress, because now we're getting into Dominion voting software and mm. print-on-demand paper ballots being discovered in the middle of the night. But regardless of where you land on that view, people going into 2024 have serious questions about whether that election will amount to anything more than kabuki mm. theater. In a couple of weeks, Bob, we're going to get into your book, Divided We Stand, The Globalist Scheme for a One-World Government. I'm very much looking forward to those programs, because like... In the new book, Divided We Stand, you also wrote a chapter by the same name in Tom's book, We Are Legion, in which you shared some crucial insights and arguments regarding our future. Can you share those with people? Yeah, I'd begin, Joe, by saying that uh, as I was listening to Derek and yeah, totally agree, uh, it, it's, it's a frightening world in which we live. And having spent over 50 years in and out of Washington, my own mother went to Washington and, you know, shared a, an apartment with the lady that was the chief assistant to Howard Baker, which was the, the majority leader in the Senate. She worked in the White House. And then, of course, in, in the 
30 plus years I've been there. I've been inside the belly of the beast and I came mm -hmm. here today from the belly of the beast. Mm. My friends are people I can't even tell you who they are because of where they work or where they have worked sure. because we have to d deny some of that. The evil that is in Washington, I have seen personally and it has affected me personally. I, in fact, stayed in a home owned by Jean Dixon when she was a psychic working in the White House. You know, my mother was her personal assistant. I have been in very dark places in Washington, and I don't go into a lot of details because some of it is very hurtful and it, it's dark. But we are going through a cultural revolution, and it's an evil-inspired cultural revolution. I'm not at all surprised by what Joe Biden and his son and so forth may or may not be involved in because I've seen it in the past. Mm -hmm. It's always been there. We've had that level of you know, evil in Washington. Uh, and it, of course, it's in the deep state. The deeper state, of course, the book mm -hmm. that I wrote years ago is very, very true. And it's hard for people outside of Washington that look at only the media, whatever they share, and to actually come to the conclusion that, yes, it is as dark as you say, but it is. And only people like me that have had multi- decades inside the belly of the beast, literally, uh, can appreciate that. You know, what I shared in, in, in Tom's Legion book is uh, essentially the division is by design. The division tore apart the early American colonial experience in which we only had a handful of patriots that really fought against the monarchy. It tore apart our nation right before the Civil War over the issue of slavery, it tore our nation apart during the Vietnam era. And I saw that very, very close inside Washington. That particular type of division uh, is not only evil and I think very much demonically inspired, but it is part and parcel going after the seven institutions of this country, tearing us apart, much like the Chinese Revolution the Cultural Revolution of 1966 to 76 tore apart that. Uh, much like Tom spoke about in the first program on the French Revolution, the, the Robespierre's and you know, the, the reign of terror that went after Christians. You know, a couple of years ago, I even, and I, this is on the internet, so it's no secret, they came after me because I said, they're going to come after the Christians mm -hmm. in a few short years. That was a few short years ago, mm -hmm. and I'm beginning to see that even today. So, yes. There are a host of issues. We'll get into that more as we go into this, the series of programs. And in just a moment, we're going to ask Nita Horn a question. But before we get to that, I want to make sure that you at home are aware of the biggest giveaway of the year in the We Are Legion Grand Collection. When you order the We Are Legion Grand Collection from SkywatchTVStore.com, you'll receive We Are Legion for We Are Many. Dominions, Cosmo Craters, and Washington, D.C. Unmasking the Ancient Riddle of the Hebrew Year 5785 and the Eminent Destiny of America by best-selling author Dr. Thomas Horn. Divided We Stand, the globalist scheme for a one-world government by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis and the Prince of the Power of the Air and the Last Days, Satanology, History, Prophecy, and Technology by Jeffrey W. Martis. 
but we're just getting started. This must-have collection also includes the breathtaking two-hour documentary, The Secret Destiny of America, on DVD, featuring Dr. Thomas Horn as he reveals who the God on America's Great Seal and U.S. $1 bill really is. Why 72 pentagrams in the Capitol Dome are used to control the ancient Cosmo craters who rule the nations. The coming incarnation of Antichrist and much, much more. But that's not all. With the holidays just around the corner, now's your chance to save big and receive solid bonus merchandise absolutely free. Because also included in the We Are Legion Grand Collection are any number of brand new, super quality, overstock gift books, DVDs, or audio sets to add to your library or to give away as gifts this coming holiday season. Sold separately, these items hold a retail value of nearly $150. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so act quickly. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. This is the largest giveaway of the year just in time for the holiday gift-giving season and is available only while supplies last, so don't delay. Visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the We Are Legion Grand Collection now. An incredible opportunity that you don't want to miss out on. I promise you will absolutely adore the secret destiny of America revealed Nita, before we run out of time, because we're kind of hitting the mid-portion of the program today, you also partnered. I think some people might be surprised about it. Nita Horn contributed to a Tom Horn book. They actually tagged up on this one. But, but I will remind you, some of his best ideas in previous works also came from my mom. Let's not forget. And look at this. <laughs> the Aramon Gate. Uh-huh. Yeah. The entirety of the first time I ever heard it predicted that a vaccine might play a role in the rollout of the Mark of the Beast started with Nita Horn. Yep. This was over a decade ago. Anyway. Nita, you partnered with Tom to write extensively about how the role of these legions of supernatural entities in terms of how they seek to influence and guide nations, as well as what Christians can do to reduce these influences. Why did you write the final chapter in this book on spiritual warfare, and what do you cover in that section? Well, calling this a partnership between Tom and I is definitely the correct word, because the way we work together is... We have discussions, and then he puts it all on paper. Mm -hmm. right. So just saying, when you're talking about me writing this chapter, I didn't actually do the writing. I'm out there doing other things that God has put me out there to do. So I want people to understand when we talk about writing, we do that together as a partnership. And so I'm thankful that I get to do this because I'm telling you, after hearing all of these discussions for the last two weeks, this chapter is not only relevant more than ever, it is crucial. Let me tell you a story, because I like telling stories. When we first were in the ministry years and years ago, and we had our first little pastorate. He and I were so excited to go to this little uh, church where we had a lot of spiritual warfare there. But as we would travel, we would come back up to um, the Salem area to see friends and family, and then we would be go back down to southern uh, Oregon, where our first little pastorate was. And as we would leave Salem on the right-hand side leaving Salem, going south, there was this barn, and you kind of had to turn your head around, and I love that old barn. But this barn in particular, it had this big message painted on the side of it, and it said, Armor Up, Soldiers of the Cross. And I thought, wow, what a really cool 
idea to paint that on your brain. Everybody's going to see that, right? I did not realize how relevant that was to me as it is today, right now as I'm speaking this. Because for years I've asked him, I says, I don't even know why God put that in my heart to remember that. And I loved that old barn. Every time we would drive past that barn, I would crane my neck or I would read it. Just I got to see this barn one more time. I recently visited Oregon about, oh, what was it? In March of this year, I went to see my brother. He and I went to see that old barn and it is gone. Mm. The barn is gone. Now, I don't know why someone would tear down such a beautiful monument, such a wonderful call, a wonderful challenge. Armor up, soldiers of the cross. Do you not hear what's happening right now? We are being called back to warfare. Spiritual warfare is more relevant right now than it has ever been. Our nation is under attack. Our children are under attack. Want to know how I know that? Ask anybody that works out at the ranch. They'll see these little children being rattled and torn and pulled apart. So if you ask me why, it's because God allowed me to take part in this. And I had no idea when I was writing and putting all this together until today. And I'm thinking, I'm seeing all of this pouring. So I'm thankful. You want to ask why? It's because God has appointed this moment for me to be able to share to you the story of that barn with that vital message that is never-ending, it's untimely, and it's still relevant and crucial. Amen. If you had any question about the heartbeat of Skywatch Television and Whispering Ponies Ranch, I probably just took care of that question for you. But (laughs) you can see why when they get together, you know, her inspiration fuels the portion of my father that is the researcher and the digger and the one who aggregates ideas. And let me add to that. You know, she was saying we get together, we talk. Basically, she'll tell me what to say and I'll go, whoa, I'm so smart. (laughs) I got another good idea. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep keep going. I'm thinking now I'm thinking, right? So... Um, it happens in my house, too. Yeah, but, but <laughs> one, one other little thing to throw in there. So like in the chapter that she wrote, though, she outlines angelology, all the yes. roles of angels. And we don't get into this New Age stuff about how we can command angels and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that they are there, and often as we're praying over things, God assigns angels to do from protecting us to battlefield operations to other things. So we're all part of this together with God, right? Mm-hmm. But she also deals with, you know, the armor of God, the breastplate of yes. righteousness, the sword of the yes, spirit. Yes, it's, it's all in there. I mean, we have so much. There's too much to even talk about if right. we're going to share time with others. But yeah, it's all in there. Angelic interaction as it pertains to spiritual warfare in our realm. And I'm sure that spiritual warfare, as Colonel McGinnis has been head of national security. I know there's not a day that even now goes through his mind that he don't pay attention to that. He's got his fingers on the pulse of Mm -hmm. that every day of his life. I already know that. That is how we should be spiritually. We should have our pulse on the heartbeat of what's happening spiritually in in warfare. And, And America is heading... It's heading for calamity. God has blessed America. Yes. And yet, as Abraham Lincoln once confessed, we have forgotten the gracious hand which has preserved us. We've got to go back to that. Folks, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. There is a concealed arena of uh, evil supernaturalism where unregenerate men 
are organized. And it's under that demonic influence that they're orchestrated within a great evil system or an empire that is described in various scriptural passages as a satanic order. Most people don't even know that in more than 30 important biblical texts, the Greek New Testament employs a term called cosmos. And this cosmos is the circumambient air that encompasses the earth, or what some call the second heaven. And it's within that cosmos where even the Apostle Paul talks about archons, principalities, powers, the spiritual wickedness in high places. And if you do a word study like Derek and Sharon and others have done, uh, you find out that, that among these archons are those specifically, this is their assignment, right, is to intrude into and influence human governments. With us being the most powerful nation in the world, where do you think the legions of demons that we're talking about in this book would concentrate their power? And it explains a great deal of what you see in terms of the decay of our national mission, a light to the nations. Well, right now we're a joke to the nations. And how long can what we have done, how long can the experiment continue to stand on increasingly wobble legs? We are very, very close to the collapse of, for instance, our national economy. It will lead to widespread turmoil among the nations. So imagine this. I used to own one of the largest preparedness companies in the nation called Survivor Mall. Well, we're getting ready to relaunch it. You know why? Because there are so many people in the nation right now that are saying, well, we need Faraday bags, I guess. We're hearing about the possibility of EMP uh, bombs and technology that could take down the nation and Bob out of the Pentagon, they issued a study that showed that as much as 95% of all Americans could die by an EMP attack. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this is what we are facing. Now, there will be chaos. Something is going to bring the world to its knees, and the world's going to be begging for a Savior, yes. and it's going to pave the way for the arrival of the man of sin, who, in the beginning, will seem to be just this brilliant individual, so it can't be Joe Biden, but this br- <laughs> unless his deadly head wound is healed, according to the book of Revelation, but probably not. I have to be sarcastic, no, because I if I don't I deal with it that way, you could get overwhelmed That's by right. the amount of darkness that in just 24 months has risen above this nation. Do you have any parting statements before we finish installation two of this series? Yes, absolutely. This was, of course, what the Apostle Paul was talking about uh, in the book of Ephesians, telling us that it is this dominion, not flesh and blood. So you might see the fleshy glove that Joe Biden wears, but within which there is something else directing his hand. It's behind the scenes. It's off the grid, if you will, where there is an evil supernaturalism. Here's a very quick quote, and then we're out of time. This is from the book, quote, although this hidden region represents other dimensional existence within the supernatural realm, the dark strategies fomented there manifest destructive fallout throughout the material world. Wars, genocide, terrorism, Christian persecution, broken marriages, juvenile delinquency, occultism, suppression of free speech, cancel culture, chaos in the streets, manipulation of science facts, and hundreds of other tangible demonstrations of the infernal influence. So that is what this book is bringing to light. It is saying, yes, we have huge problems, but if you're going to do anything as a Christian to combat it, you have to understand where your real enemy is. That's right. Amen.
That's a good way to wrap it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're all out of time, but join us next week when our guests return to reveal how invisible, wicked, and very real authorities are working rapidly to secure a future that will rob the masses blind of every fathomable spiritual blessing as well as every civil liberty we've ever known. Find out how they're planning to accomplish all of this and what hope the true body of Christ has yeah. regardless. Yes. I'm Joe Artis Horn. For everybody here in studio, everybody on panel, thanks again for joining us. Keep your eyes on the prize, which is Jesus Christ. We'll be back.